The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Editor Seth here. Earlier in the week on Thursday, we released an extra bonus episode of the podcast where we got to talk to our good friend Oliver Brackenbury. If you're looking for it, that episode is New Edge Sword and Sorcery, Road to Issue 1 and 2. Because this time, we're talking to Oliver about his Kickstarter for Issue 1 and 2 of New Edge Sword and Sorcery magazine. Now, this is a project I do personally quite believe in. I even backed it. So, I'm pretty hyped for it to actually become a thing. And I hope you'd be interested in doing it too. I highly suggest jumping back and having a look at that episode if you missed it. And, uh... I'm pretty sure you'll find the infectious energy that is Oliver will probably convince you. If you do happen to want to check it out, I'll have the Kickstarter link in the show notes. Seriously, it's a wonderful product and Oliver is a great guy and I really do believe in what he's trying to do here. Otherwise, on with this week's episode. Welcome to Tangentic Podcast, I'm Seth and as always with me is John Doe and Swoosh. Hello. Hi. And we get to start this episode off with a goddamn win for once, not just us whinging. But this is the entire podcast, it's just us whinging. Yeah, but now it's a positive whinge instead of a negative whinge. Yes, very much so. And like they say good news doesn't sell, that's why the the news is generally full of shit. But holy fuck, this news is traveling like fucking wildfire. We're going to have a nice big shit on session for this, but... It's because it's something good. We beat Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. No, this wasn't a beating. This was a massacre. And, like, oh, yeah. From, from a beating like, requires, like, 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 a bit of back and forth. No, we, we pummeled this poor nerd in the corner. No, but, like, from their, their previous post, you didn't win. We both won. Like, no. You did not win, <laughs> motherfucker. No, not at all. Like, this is an ongoing conversation. stomped hard. <laughs> Now, Teeth I say meet we... ground, it's fine. <laughs> now, I say we want, there's still room for wizards to be dicks. I'm pretty sure people are not going to stop watching them. For good oh no, that's the thing, like, oh, no, they absolutely. have guaranteed we're going to be watching them for a long uh, if fucking If anything, time. they've just painted a bigger fucking target. Now people yeah. are going to be more vigilant of what's fucking coming. 100%. So, basically, we got the uh, new post from, from Wizards, and I'll read it out. Can I just say, when, with, oh, sorry, just with this survey, the surveys normally <clears throat> last a month. They took this down after two weeks. Yeah. It wasn't up for the total time, and they already had an overwhelming response. So, when you get you you give us playtest feedback, we take it seriously. Bullshit. Already more than 15... No, they do. They, they generally wanted to help for this, shape the game. For this yeah. new one but, before they screwed you. Yeah. True already more than 15,000 so we don't know the total number of you have filled out the survey here's what you said 88% do not want to publish a TTRPG content under OGL 1.2 surprise so like that's a lot of fucking content creators that are like 88% of all people that did anything for like I want to know who this 12% I want to know which of the 12% were there going like, yeah, no, this is great. Is this like one the one in 10 yeah. dentists who doesn't talk about toothpaste? Yeah. It's their own friends and family. Yeah, I would still yeah. do something. Like, 
yeah, but no, you wouldn't, because <laughs> you weren't doing it in the first fucking place. Yeah. So, so just for, for understanding, if we just take their, their 15,000 mm. as the number, that means of the total surveys, 13,200 of them said, get fucked, we're not doing this under this license. Also, it should be worth noting, that's one of the lowest percentages on this survey, I think. Like, everything else seems to be a bit higher. Um, 90% would have to change some aspect of their business to be able to continue under OGL 1.2. 89 are dissatisfied with the deauthorizing of the original OGL, which was supposed to be a perpetual license. Yeah. 86 are dissatisfied with the draft VTT policy. Shock horror, given the fact it was basically designed to strangle any other one. Yeah, basically, we don't want you doing this. This is our money. You're in the way of our money in your wallet. 62% are satisfied with including the uh, Systems Reference Document, or SRD, content in Creative Commons, and the majority of those who were dissatisfied asked for more SRD content in Creative Commons. These live survey results are clear. You want OGL 1.08. Fucking... You, you that, didn't need a survey for that. No, you didn't need to change the original at all. It was serviceable. It was fine. Yeah. You want OGL 1.08. You want it irrevocably. Yes. And you like Creative Commons. Who the fuck... Is, it doesn't like Creative Commons. No, that's the weird thing. It's like, oh, you like this thing that, that you know helps you and not just lets us keep a stranglehold. Oh, fuck, we didn't know. Sorry, guys. We thought you wanted to give us all the power. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look, you're under, you under-monetized plebs. You're meant to just give us money and shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> just Don't open your fucking with... wallet. Don't be happy with a system that's a freebie. <laughs> The feedback is in such high volume and it, it, its direction is so plain, we are acting now! That is corporate yeah. for, we have fucked up, please don't get- put, put the torches down, we're sorry. Yeah. We are leaving OGL 1.0a in place, as is, untouched. The fact Two. they said untouched means I'm pretty sure they fucked with it somehow, I don't trust that. Look, they pro look. at this point, you'd be able to actually have a legal defense because they've stated yeah. it publicly. Yeah. Number two, we are also making the entire SRD 5.1 available under the Creative Commons license. Three, you choose which you prefer to use if you're basing something on a product. Yeah. This Creative Commons license makes the content freely available for any use. We do not control that license. We cannot alter or revoke it. That is correct. Once you make something Creative Commons, that's basically it. Once you do that, it's in the world. You no longer can touch it. Yeah, that's basically no take back. Either. Basically, you are relinquishing ownership to the world. Yeah. It's open and irre irrevocable in a way that doesn't require you to take our word for it. And its openness means that there's no need for a VTT policy. Placing the SRD under Creative Commons license is a one-way door. There is no going back, and I didn't turn my phone off. Neither did I. Guess who's going to quickly do that before that comes to run by you? I'm, I'm pretty certain I did, but I'm going to check anyway. <laughs> it have been good Thanks. for so long! Thanks for the reminder, man. Shit. Cheers. <laughs> but, like, to be honest, like they've handed out 5th edition to the public, and that is their biggest moneymaker for so long now. 
currently it's the best product they've got because as yeah. far as most people who play D&D they, from <clears throat> Wizards they either play 3.5 which isn't in publication anymore so they're not yeah. making any money off those people or they play 5th Ed and with these, like, no one I, plays 4th I know that they're um, planning to release one D&D at some point in the future mm. and it must be relatively nearby if they're willing to put 5th edition out into public commons look I'm pretty sure a lot of that was just them simply going look if we roll back the OGL that's not enough yeah, these people were gonna have to sacrifice to get they, anyone to get the pain to stop. We were out for blood. The community yeah. wanted revenge. This was a slap in the face, and we weren't taking that lying down. Well, yeah. like it wasn't just uh, we're fucked up here. We'll just backpedal. It's like no, we need to backpedal and cut off the arm and leg that they've got a hold of because they're yeah. not letting go. Like we can't backpedal out of this shit. Yeah. Uh, continuing on. Uh, our goal here is to deliver what, on what you wanted. <laughs> so, what ha- what about the goals that drove us to uh, us when we started this process? We wanted to protect the D and D play experience into the future, Maiden. Uh, we still want to do that with your help. We're grateful to this community, its passion, and its active because you'll need to help us protecting the game's inclusive and welcoming nature. You were literally trying to stonewall the freaking system. They were trying yeah, to was... gatekeep the system, and when we got angry, said, oh, fuck, we can't do that? Oh, Sad face. We wanted to put the OGL to TTRPGs. With this new approach, we are setting that, that aside and continuing uh, counting on your choices to define the future of play. Here's a PT... Uh, Fuck, I am not doing words. Here is a <laughs> PDF <laughs> of SRD uh, 5.1 with a Creative Commons license. By simply publishing it, we place it under an irrevocable Creative Commons license. We'll get it hosted in more convenient places next week. It's important that we take the step now, so there's no question. And there is a link, and they did do it. So, mm. basically, at this point, there is a no-take-backsies. Yeah. They have literally done it. They can't be like, oh, we're going to do it in two weeks' time. It just never shows up. No, they have done it. That's it. 5.1 is in Creative Commons. Uh, we'll be closing the OGL 1.2 survey now. We'll keep talking to you, uh, talking with you about how we can better support our players and creators. Thanks, as always, for continuing to share your thoughts. Executive producer, Dungeons & Dragons. So that was their, their statement on it. Yeah, that was their wall. Basically, thing. we... Like you said, uh, John Doe... We got an arm and a leg, and we weren't letting go, and they yeah. had to slice them both to get away. Oh, like, yeah. you got to wonder, like, the, the higher-ups, that anyone that was pushing for this to come through, like, there's gonna have to be repercussions coming back on them. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's pretty much, well, this fucked up, and you were pushing it, so you need to fucking march on out of here before they start kicking up a stink. So you need to leave, because they're at the doors, and they're banging for blood. Look, we sacrificed 5.1 to them. Don't yeah. make me sacrifice you too. Yeah. Well, I, from what I've seen online, because after reading this the uh, other day, I went through and had a look. A lot of the bounce back from people in the community has been, of course, yes, we have made, we've got a victory, but we have to watch them. But a lot of them have just gone, fuck them. This isn't yeah. enough. I'm done. Yeah. I've, and, I've been burned hard enough. I'm not going yeah. fucking back. And if you, yeah. if you look at it, like the guys who, was it Pazio and um, the others? Like, other Press. Cobalt Press, they had to stop production because they couldn't meet demand. Yeah. People weren't just looking at other systems. 
they were actively buying a shit ton of resources for it. Yeah. You'd have to, like, sit in the D&D border and go, holy fuck, all of that money that could have been ours is now going elsewhere. Fuck. Yep. And now that they've invested in another system, they won't go back. We are spiteful and we are petty. Or if they do go back in a significantly more limited capacity. Yeah. Not in the, I'll buy every book that comes out because I love D&D. No, now it's going to be like, I like that bit and that bit and I'll get the core work. And, and uh, I like that bit and that bit. I'm pretty much going to cookie cut that to put in my own campaign with a different fucking system. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, wanted all your ideas so I paid for your book. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, and that, that's, that's why I bought mo- like most of the books that I bought on the D&D Beyond was, okay, I just want to take this bit out of it and use that somewhere else. Yeah. And I'd love to see the fucking the subscription numbers for D&D Beyond. Like, mm. holy fuck fuck they must have taken a hit like almost oh, immediately yeah. on that oh they've been diving it they've been in free fall for a while I think I don't think they've stabilized yet they may have couldn't tell you but I think after this it may stabilize but pretty much the whole thing's gonna be in fucking triage more than anything else it's like stem the bleeding please 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 yeah bandage quarter the I, wound pray I don't know if they're ever going to be able to make it back to what they were essentially no like, that's a hell of a ditch. Not without a complete overhaul. Like they'd almost need to change the name or do something fucking major. Like, well, that's when they release D and D one or whatever the fuck they're calling it, one D and D. A lot of people aren't going to touch it. They almost yeah. need to change the name to D and D one point oh a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I oh. mean, like. People were already having some questions about D and D one from some of the rules suggestions they made, but they were still working with the community on ironing that stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Now that question is just skyrocketed. Be like, who cares? You guys don't. Yeah. What I did and notice there was no attempt at fluffy banter in this one, as opposed oh, to yeah. last time. Like, no we rolled a one. one. <laughs> no, it's no. like we, we're being straightforward here. We fucked up. We're so sorry. We're not making light of this because <laughs> that fucking backfired on them oh, so yeah. hard. The community's like, no, you don't get to make jokes right now. No, no. fuck oh. you. Yeah, like, they, then there's still a whole heap of questions about what they're going to do with their VTT. Like, yeah, because it is very much a wall guard. And you can use this, but you can only use it without shit. Mm. So why would anyone want to use it that does anything else? There's already plenty of other better VTTs out there. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's like the whole thing, but, like, you look back at, like, Metaverse and shit. It's the whole thing with that. Where it's like, oh, we made our own VTTs. Like, is it better than the ones out there? We made our own VTT. Look, that one at least looks good. Meta couldn't even yeah. get VR chat. They didn't even have legs. I they still don't like, know why I'm, they could. They I'm really surprised find a big Nintendo enough... didn't sue the guts out of for looking like me. <laughs> oh, like me. I still don't understand how they couldn't find a big enough truck of money to drive up to VR chat and be like us. So yeah. give it. Hand it over. It's ours now. That would have saved them so much work. They'd have had a better product. They'd have been to market already instead of this beta testing bullcrap. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fucking stupidity. And, like, all I know is this is going to be great for every other TTRPG yeah. in the world. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah, happy to... I'm very happy to burn D&D if it means everything else gets to rise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... It's like the aristocracy, like the French aristocracy being beheaded. Like That's just what's happening right now. The peasantry has rebelled because all great and mighty D&D has decided that we can, you know, let them eat cake. 
And now we have to like, yep, fuck it. Heads will roll. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, so, uh, do we want to move on to something else that's somewhat positive? What, we have, positive we have, episode? We have two positive things. Yes. What so, are we, COVID? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, last weekend, uh, the Dead Space remake came out. And yes. Clark Horror, I bought and played it. Um, it was actually really, really fucking good. Um, pretty much all the changes really worked. Um, I was surprised how much I actually liked having voiced Isaac. Um, not so many people just talking at him, him mm. being part of conversations. Um, it let him be an engineer. A lot of the mm. time, people who are like, you know, not engineers are like, ah, we don't know how to solve this problem. And he's like, bitch, I got it. Yeah. Um, Give me some It worked tape. really well. What? An actual good example of a voiced PC. Like, yeah. so many times, like, a voiced main character is like, oh, fuck no. Like, I wanted to say this this option in context, and you've just yeah. said wrong. No, this is just shit. But from what I've seen, this is fucking good. Yeah, and they did lots of interesting stuff. Like, um, the, the best example I've seen people bandy around <clears> is <throat> it's an early one from when you're in the medical wing. There's a barricade. Um, previously, a military guy explains to Isaac how to make a bomb. Yeah. A really basic one. Whereas this time, Isaac goes, Oh, I know how to do some basic chemical reactions, and I can make this with the stuff in medical. Yeah. And it flows so much better, because the other guy's like, Dude, you can't get through. It's a, it's barricaded. What are you going to do? And he's like, Ah, I've got it. Um, and there's a few other times where similar stuff happens, where he uses the fact that he's an engineer to mm. further the plot, instead of the plot furthering him. Yeah. It's one of those things um, where it's like, he actually has this knowledge and for once they can show it off. It's, mm. it's good. And always worth um, it. The update to the lighting engine was exactly as awesome as I was hoping it would be. It was basically the thing I was the most excited for for the game when they first announced that we're doing this remake. Mm. Um, other than the fact that the original game is... Like, there's some dark necromancy that makes that engine work, and that's why oh, it yeah. doesn't play nice with current machines. <laughs> the big one being that they tied a lot of the physics to the frame rate. There's a, this um, will never... Like, no machine will ever run over 30 frames per second. It's fine. No machine much. will ever need more than 64 megs of RAM. No machine will ever need more than 128 gig of storage... Or 128 meg of storage. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, games often tied it to the frame rate because yeah. you were going to get less than 30. <laughs> Whoa, look. Well said. Well, well done. Like That one came out of nowhere. That's your, uh, your Dead Space things coming out. <laughs> You're about to change, man. I'm being too positive. My body's rejecting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, so... And it completely derailed my thought process. Uh, so, yeah, the original Light. game is, is tied to all this frame rate stuff and the dark necromancy that makes the whole engine work because the lighting system is fake. Yeah. But it looks amazing in the original game, but it is a complete smoke and mirrors job. Mm. <laughs> Whereas this time around, they get to have proper dynamic lights, and it looks really uh, fucking good. I, 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 you were streaming it to uh, uh, maybe in Discord at one point, and it was nice. It was very pretty. Like, and you didn't even get to see some of the really standout ones where there's lots of lights and shadows and like sparks and things. Yeah, we, we are Seriously. going to have to stream that one with a new game plus, I think. Yeah. Um definitely make some time for that because secret ending yeah they've added like so if you play the game through once you get the same ending that's from the original game apparently there's an alternate ending for finishing the game on new game plus which i haven't done yet i do intend to do and find out what it is i could look it up but i like the game it's really yeah. fun 
Um, that I do. They did some changes gameplay wise to the way leveling up works. Um, now you have to get upgrade material, upgrade items <clears throat> within the game world. Some of them are found, some of them bought. Uh, so you'll always get some upgrades. Uh, I think they made the more interesting ones the purchase upgrades. So there's basically no way for you to miss them. Um, they did things like make the plasma cutter better. But how? It was oh, already no. the best. It was already a great weapon. Like, there's like we're gonna make this even better. Like, so now it sets things on fire, oh, which makes sense. That just makes plasma. everything better. Like, yeah, it yeah, does know, this, right? and it sets thing on fire. It's better instantly. That's a plus yeah. one right there. So yeah, and the the big thing that they did gameplay wise, they'd announced closer to when they were bringing the game out, was that you can walk the entire length of the Ishimura. Yeah, there is no more load screen. That's really cool. Um, the train the, is now just for like quick travel or something, isn't it? Yeah, or, basically yeah. to get to certain hub points between areas because there is a little bit of backtracking in the game. So of course they don't want you to walk all the way back. They just want to walk the the connections once. Hmm. Then you unlock the tram stop and you can fast travel there. Yeah, but you, theoretically you can walk stem to stern of the um, of the Ishimura. There's no jump in this to go to the next level. Hmm. It it's all seamless and it's fantastic and they do have to bend some of the plot around to get it to happen yeah. but I welcome that to have a better more of an immersive product fuck yeah let's go and then there's um, the re-overhaul of like the zero G combat and everything yeah. for that is a lot which better which works great basically um, you just have free movement now in zero G which is great yeah it's just like it is in two yeah um, but that's fine that's, they didn't need to <clears throat> reinvent the wheel they just had to implement the round wheels instead of the square ones the biggest yeah. thing I think the community is going to love is the fact that that turret sequence has been completely changed oh yeah and the it's asteroid much turret sequence. much better yeah and it makes way more sense so this time around um, they, they've got the turrets online but they're not calibrated there's, a, there's an error and Isaac points out that like I can just Find the turrets to one of my weapon lasers and I can point the turrets at the asteroids and recalibrate them mm. but to do it you have to go out on the hull of the ship during the asteroid <clears throat> strikes so it's much more intense well it's not I wouldn't say it's intense but it feels more intense it's because more immersive. you're actually out there yeah. you're in zero G you're slowly running out of air you're trying to recalibrate these turrets as fast as you can without actually um getting hit by asteroids it's mm. so much more satisfying than poo 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 job's done yeah <laughs> it's good when they do a remake and they actually like build more on the game not just can, yeah here's yeah. a 4k texture map enjoy well like, you can tell that? that they cared about the product because they put a lot of effort into it mm. so. i mean like that that most of the time if i was looking at a remake um which is you? Um, I mean, even a, the the line between a remake and a remaster is really blurry. But generally, yeah. I would look at something like the the Spyro remakes, which were like we made all the we redid all of the models, we redid all of the textures, we remade the game in a new engine. Mm. And I'd be like, "Yep, that is a ex great example of a well done remake." Yeah, this shit just redefined that. Oh yeah. This is, as far as I'm concerned, of the remakes I've had the chance to play, this is the new gold standard. We did not just HD it and put in some fancy lighting. We went back through and fixed problem areas. We rebalanced the game. We tried to enhance your experience. Hmm. 
like I've said it to a few people, it's like uh, when a band remixes one of their really early songs. You can feel the original in there, but all the new instruments, the new skill they have to create comes through. Yeah. That's this game. It is a wonderful remix of the original. None of the beats are different. It still sort of plays out the same, but the actual process of that play out is so much better. Excellent. I'm really happy it worked is, out so well, actually. This is the definitive version of, of Dead Space. And I really hope it sold well enough that they go, you want to do Dead Space 2? I'd, I'd, I'd love it if they went through and redid the entire franchise and cut out all the microtransactions and bullshittery of 3. Oh, yes. Look, 3 needs a massive overhaul, oh, yeah. however you want to slice it. That's not a good game. 3 just needs no. to be sacrificed to the ether and go a different way entirely. So, yep. We've, we've made an entire new game and we're going to call it 3. <laughs> yeah, like yep. that, that limb is gangrenous. Uh, we're just going to sever that off. There's it, yep. no saving it. It's done. Absolutely. But like I would you, you say it like Jess, but they absolutely fucking need to do that. Yeah, like it's like one and two are great games, but three, oh god, yeah. I don't think yeah. I even finished three. I got like halfway through. I'm like, well, th- not three is when EA really bought into it, wasn't it? Uh, I think because I thought two. it was after two that EA uh, bought the, the, in. All the games were all the games were owned by v, uh, by EA because EA owns Visceral, which was the studio made it. Hmm. But I they thought, started. I like, thought EA bought into Viscera like after they'd done one or two or something. I thought that's when they picked them up. But uh, I could I'd be dead to, wrong there. Look, you know what? I'll have a quick squiz. I'm not going to say it now. And uh, and now I've got to try and differentiate between original Dead Space and Dead Space 2023. Yeah. Uh, original Dead Space put out in 2008. Uh, owner Electronic Arts. Okay. I think it was like, well, that was before EA started getting cartoonishly evil. I mean, like, 3 was a joke of microtransactions. Yeah. 3, I think, is when they were like, wait, people will just pay us anyway? Fuck them. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and, like, I gotta give credit to, to Motive Studio, who's the guys who handled this remake. Um, amazing. Hmm. amazing job um, as much as I love I would have loved it if they could have somehow gotten Visceral guys in for this I mean they're off doing Callisto Protocol great game but this is I really hate to say it given the fact that Callisto didn't come out like Callisto came out in December yeah. like I uh, know end of November early December and less than two months later fucking dunked on by their original own product pretty much <laughs> like which is kind of hilarious like oh it's we, we made this new game, like, fuck you, we're going to do better with your old property. Bye! Yeah, pretty much. And, and it, they did, because Callisto Protocol was fun, but holy shit. It's not Dead Space. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's not, really. But uh, this, this remake is, like I said, it's completely redefined what I consider a good remake. Mm. And... I'm going to ask you guys, is there anything you'd like to see get this sort of remake treatment where people really come back through and really, like, they don't just remake it and upscale it, they give it the love. Honestly, I would really love that kind of treatment done to Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I, I want that brought up to the new standard. I want the original multiplayer back, not that fucking Call of Duty weird ripoff the, thing. Uh, yeah. I'd, but, I'd want the original game redone, but, like, expanded on to, like, a lot of, uh, a more modern take on some things. Because yeah. a, a lot of that game is going to be fucking dated. Like, there's some yeah. shit oh, that's, yeah. like, that just couldn't be in a game now. Well, see, that's... Very much. I think games like that would be very hard to do this sort of remake yeah. process too mm. because they're heavily reliant on jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> things like, th- like a game I think I would love to, to see get that sort of uh, love would be uh, Perfect Dark. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Because there, oh, yeah. there are some chunks of that game that are, for lack of a better way to put it, kind of rough. Yeah. But mm. overall, it's an excellent game. Yeah. So I would love to see someone go back in and be like, cool, we can actually portray on screen the kind of shit we wanted to say we were doing and it kind of had to use a bit of mm, gamer magic to you know imply is happening fuck it we can show it now like, they did do levels they did do an updated version of it in the the rareware collection for the 360 i think it was it might have been the xbox one mm. but it was still looked very old n64 version yeah like yeah and they did do a version of it on the 360, I think it was a launch title for it. Um, oh, that abomination. It was Ugh. fucking horrible, but it had so much potential to be fucking awesome from the first game. And then, Rareware just got shoveled off to do fucking connect bullshittery. Yeah. I want, Whatever happened I want to, to Banjo 3? It what? died. Banjo 3? Uh, they, they did Banjo, they did Banjo 2, and then Banjo 3, I think, died, and then they did that Nuts Blade. and Bolts. You know, they cannibalized 3 to make Nuts and Bolts from what I've seen because there is a yeah. massive overworld in Nuts and Bolts that is never used. Like, mm. not touched. So, no. oh, okay, so you made another game and then randomly made it a racing game instead. Okay, why? Yeah, a build-your-own-vehicle racing game. It, yeah. Yeah. And that works so well for Jack and Daxter. Ah, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> racing games are where games go to die. It's like... That's how a franchise ends. They rarely come back from racing games, unless it's Mario, but let's be honest, they sold their soul for Mario. Yeah. yeah. It can't die. I mean, Mario can go play tennis and it doesn't kill the franchise. Somehow. Hell, he got, he plays golf and that doesn't kill the franchise. And golf is a very boring sport, not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all depends on how you play. If it's... That's true. A, a, like, a drink per stroke on like playing at 18 holes it can be a lot of fucking fun you can go oh, to yeah. yeah if you're a bad player holy shit that can be fun <laughs> you become yeah, a I'm worse player sure, I'm pretty sure you're not playing the full 18 holes somewhere around like hole 3 or 4 you're probably like oh why done no, but call the eventually they, you need you, a refill <laughs> yeah eventually you collapse in a bush somewhere and your, your, your mates leave that's, you behind so. that's why you have a, a buggy each and then someone driving another buggy with just the esky on the back yeah and it by that stage, sense. you just pull up around a water trap, light a fire, and say, right, we're here for the night. We'll finish tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, honestly, there are so many games that I would love, especially from Rare. Like, they have yeah. a very impressive old collection, which I would love well, to see brought into the new generation. I think the problem is the best stuff from Rare either is old 3D platformers, which, yeah. let's face it, they don't update super great. Um, you can do it do not get me wrong uh, Hat in Time was fantastic I honestly mm. believe anyone who likes that those sort of rare games should go play that game um, 
Or they're their original games, so they got Big Four and then Nintendo, all the Donkey Kongs and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And those still look amazing. Like, We've not even like, had a new Donkey Kong in like the last 10 years. No. no. The last one was 64. Oh, wow. Fuck. That, that's a market that probably needs a, a rebirth. Yeah, but that's only and... coming to Nintendo. It's not going anywhere else. Yeah. And... Yeah, but Rare owns the, the license for Donkey Kong. I thought he was a primary Nintendo character. Oh no, he is. He is. Yeah, because he was. There's some, there's some part of it. There's some reason like the the Nintendo hasn't. It's made why it it's taken so long for Goldeneye to come, to re come yeah. out. Of course, Warner yeah. Brothers owned a, a piece of it. Nintendo owned a piece. Of it Rareware owned a piece, and no three wanted to be in the same fucking room. Yeah, understandably, because so they kind of fucked each other. Why it's well, taken I mean, so fucking long? I think long. part of Rare's problem was the fact that they sat down at the table and then Big Papa Microsoft put his hand on their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> So, but so, like, Rare, you're looking a bit different. Why do you have strings attached to you? No reason. Please do not ask any more questions. Ignore not the look man behind. behind the curtain. <laughs> These are not strings. There is a connect bar over there, and I'm standing in front of that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they are in connect hell. I feel so bad for Rare, because oh, they were a they great company. Absolutely were, and fuck me, did it just die for him when Nintendo, Microsoft goes, We want you to make games. But they have to be motion controlled. Why? Yeah. No. God. Why damn would you it. hamstring people this way? Like, Fucking you're taking up, a great gotta... company, and then it's like, all right, cool. You have to run this race with everyone else, but we're going to tie your legs together. So yeah, good it luck. It feels particularly egregious given the fact that motion controls have basically died as a medium. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. The but... only thing that even kind of uses them is VRs. But even Nintendo, with all their... Like, when they initially did all those demos for the Switch, and they were like, you can feel, based on the dynamic rumble, where something is in a container. Yeah. You, no you want to know... No, uh, no one game touches it. You want to know what Connect is used for now? It's not used for gaming. It's used for ghost hunting. Yeah. Or faking it. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's all it's used for. It's like YouTube ghost hunters use Connect, And that is or, basically... And it. it's, it's just because it can do the cool dot thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've seen some people hack them into doing a, uh, a an AR pool table where you, like, yeah. you can line up your cue onto a ball and predict where it's going to fucking land. And like dumb shit like that. That's pretty fucking cool. Like if you're an engineer and want to fuck around with some cool shit, mm. find an old connect and fuck with it. That's fucking have fun awesome. With it, yeah. But it had no place in gaming. Like no. it's same as fucking 3D TVs. It just fucking... Yeah. yeah, it was a fad that was just going to die, and it's just. Eh, but at least other, it died out quick. But other games that could do with a, a remaster that would make money hand over fist, give me fucking Splinter Cell. God yes. fucking damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna say it uh, again. Fuck Ubisoft. Give me fucking Splinter Cell. Just a remake. That, the thing I'm pissed about is how often they cock tease the goddamn community. I yeah. know. Every time they want to talk about Sam Fisher in something else, they start with the black screen, then and yeah. the three dots. And they're yeah. like, yes, we're finally getting it! We're finally getting another Splinter Cell! It's Sam Fisher in Rainbow Six. Go to hell! Yeah. Oh, it's Sam Fisher in Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's so Sam Fisher in Breakpoint. It's Sam Fisher in Who the Fuck Cares. God Wait for him to damn. jump. He'll end up in Smash Bros, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I, I re- would not put it past him. Before we they, get they, an actual Splinter Cell game, he's going to be in Smash Bros. It's Sam Fisher in Mario Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's the, the secret unlock character in that fucking Mario Rabbids game. That'd be great. I, 
God, fuck. They even, like, they've recently tweeted, like, just an image of the the, go- the night vision goggles, and all that's going to be is Sam Fisher is in Twitter. That's all that's yeah. going to fucking be. It'll be nothing more than that. All I want image. is for the, what, the community to the turn times? around one day and be like, fuck you. Just, no, we're done. I mean, fuck you. that kind of happened when they did it. They did tweet the goggles once. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, this is an announcement. Like, no, no, we were just trying to get a feel for if people still like Sam Fisher. Get, get get fucked. Get out. Yeah, fuck Give like, me the fucking game. That's that's not even blue balling. That's that's something altogether. That's something very deep into BDSM fuckery. That's like, that's a company damn. being a brat. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's bratty behavior. So, all all we need now is someone to come out and pretty much Callisto Protocol like mm. instead of fucking the yeah. Dead Space remake. If the Dead Space remake had flopped hard. Callisto Protocol would have been like, oh my fucking god. Like, yeah. this is the game we wanted instead of that bullshittery. But yeah. Dead Space was fucking great. Oh yeah, like, yeah, we pulled need that. that. Back. We mm. need someone yeah. to come out and go, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna make a game. And oh look, your remake is shit. Fucking well, play this instead. When you give a property to someone who actually gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to say, actually that's something we were meant to talk about uh, a while ago. Velma. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. watched that. I've actually I've caught up on that now, and that Ooh, is what happens cool. when you give a property, like a much loved and nostalgic property, to someone who clearly hates it. But like that didn't need to be a Scooby Doo show. It could have been called yeah. anything else and been the exact same fucking thing. It could have been like a Venture Brothers level parody of Scooby Doo. Just yeah. don't call it Scooby Doo. Just call it Doobie Scoo. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like like it's fucking. Horrible. I, the only characters I give a shit about are their bastardized version of Norbert, of, of Shaggy, because he occasionally has a good thing. Look, his best episode was that one where he the cardigan. learned about how the cardigan works. Yeah, so he just started using a cardigan to make him look like more... So the idea is that truthful, his dad's a counsellor, and he goes yeah. to his dad, and he's like, why can't I talk to people? And it's like, because you're not wearing a cardigan. Cardigans yeah. make you look frumpy and approachable. Yeah. So more people will open up to you. And then he abuses the power of the cardigan and gets himself in trouble. Yeah. And the only other thing person I like is Fred because he is a caricature of just generic white people behavior, like rich white people. Yeah. And that occasionally has funny things. Very actually, occasionally. Uh, they actually even had a decent joke that involved him. Yeah. Uh, like an actual legitimate one. There's an episode where they go where Velma and Fred go to a historical society. Yeah. So of course the joke is everybody there's fucking old because no young people go to a historical society yeah Velma has one of her uh, the we haven't even set it up but I'll explain it afterwards Velma essentially dies yeah um, and Fred goes anyone got a defibrillator and literally every old person pulls out a defibrillator like a portable that's one like, <laughs> that's a good joke that is well set up and played out perfectly and good work that's why I hate this show because occasionally there are those little sparks of creativity it's like you could have done better, but instead you chose the lowest common denominator. Yeah. Why? But, but like, I mean, like the the, the main writer for this, uh, Mindy, whatever her fucking name is, like she yeah. wrote a lot of the episode, like quite a few episodes for The Office. Like, yeah, it's, it's she's capable of good funny writing. Shit there. Yeah. But you didn't do that at all. No. It's like you know, I can do funny shit. What else is there? So, I, to, to run it down, for anyone who hasn't seen this show, we should probably explain why we're so don't shitty about the characters. It. Nobody yeah. should ever One. watch it again. If enough people yeah. don't watch it, they won't do another fucking season. Pretty much. 
So, take our words for it. We've inflicted this upon ourselves. Do not watch this goddamn show. So, the main character cast. One, you've got Daphne, who is now Asian for no reason. Yeah. Um, but they make a big point about it's weird for her to have red hair and that's a big deal. I don't know why. Fucking yeah. whatever. Um, she she also now... randomly sells drugs on the side. Well, see, this was the thing. Like they, they went, she, they did the stereotypical bitch girl. Yeah, and it doesn't really land very well because they see, clearly wanted her to have more complex character set up, but they keep just returning to this one stereotype. Her two parents are a pair of lesbians who are cops who are apparently so bad at their job that they can't figure out that the person who is selling drugs at the high school is their kid. Yeah. And they're specifically told to find the Candyman at the school. Like, yeah. they are actively, like, looking for this person. But she has, like, quote-unquote, the recurring plot, really, mm. is who the fuck are her parents. The fact that her parents don't want to talk to her about it, I think, is bizarre, especially at her age. Um, then you have Velma, who is insanely unlikable. They seem to have oh, done yeah. everything they can to make her just detestable. And continually find new ways to make you hate her. An absolutely horrible human being. There's a section where they have uh, a self-defense class for all the girls because there's a murder in town and something's going down and they're killing women. Hmm. Um, And they decide to then afterwards have a tournament where they find out who is the least vulnerable girl by having all the girls beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, To win the contest, Velma steals Daphne's diary and publicly reads it in front of the entire school just so that she can win. Yeah. For no apparent like, reason. And and afterwards, there's like no real apology from Velma for doing it. And no repercussion. It's just, it's just yeah. I yeah. did this. Like it, It's so <laughs> fucking stupid. And the core crux for her character is that she... Uh, her mother was a mystery writer, so she liked solving mysteries. And hmm. eventually one day she found her Christmas gifts. And on that night, her mother went out to get her a Christmas gift. She didn't know what was because she'd found them. Um, and then never returned. Yeah. Now, every time she ha- tries to have solve mysteries, she has hallucinations, which can kill her. Yeah. Unless someone breaks it out of breaks Unfortunately, out of not the quick trance. enough. Yeah. The, the annoying well, thing they, is, though, like, I hate that entire mechanic, but the art, the oh, animation the for it amazing. is mint. And I hate the fact that they've gotten some really talented animators. For yeah. that part, it's like, why? You are wasted on this project. There are actually multiple scenes in the show where the animation team clearly knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, a thing where um, Daphne's talking to Velma in her drug dealer disguise, hmm. and a couple of the popular girls go by, and she like immediately switches out of drug dealer mode into brat girl mode. Yeah. Has a fucking two-second scene with them, and then goes back, and the fluidity to which the whole scene is done, mint. Absolutely. Yeah. The animation team's killing it. I really wish these this animation team was working on a better show. Absolutely. But then um, you know, look at things like Fred, uh, who, like, I don't know what to think about the Fred character, because he's now just a rich, like, completely useless white guy. That's yeah. the joke. That That's it. That's uh, the, he's one-dimensional. He's introduced with, with... He is... So incapable and pampered that he doesn't understand how to cut his own food. Yeah. He he keeps requesting cutties, which is someone else to slice up his food for him. And that he's so pampered and has done so little in his life that even at... They, I don't think they've determined... I don't think they've said what age they are, but they're like late high school. Yeah. Um, he's so pampered that his body hasn't gone through puberty. Yeah. 
Oh, and his dick's small. They keep bringing that up for some reason. They, they bring it up a lot. But at, at some point, they have to bring in the Scooby-Doo character. At some well, point, it, they have no, to. No, that's where it gets bad. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's a thing. So, let's do... We'll, we'll round out. We'll finish up with, with Shaggy first. So they, they, they did Shaggy wrong. Oh, he's... They they really did Shaggy. They bad. they like they just. I don't know why they hate Shaggy so much, so, but they do. Shaggy's because everybody character. loves him. Mm. Shaggy's another character that got um, race swapped. Again, yeah. it's not a big deal, particularly for his character. Yeah. It's weird for the for Daphne because keep bringing it up like it's important. I don't yeah. know why. They mention it a lot. Right. Um, they call it in a oh, character also, different. Who the fuck really cares? Exactly. Also, they made Velma Indian this time. Yeah. Uh, I have a strong suspicion and so does a lot of the internet simply because the showrunner's Indian and they basically self-insert themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a speculation. Otherwise, it really doesn't matter. It's a character. You can do basically whatever you want with it. Exactly. It's not that rigid. Um, he's now an African-American guy. Um, his big thing is he doesn't do drugs. Yeah. He hates 420 culture and everything to do with drugs. Which was a running fan theory for the original Shaggy. That that's why he hangs out with a Great Dane and eats dog food. Yeah. Um, and he's constantly but giggling. But he's really straight edge like that. He is a gigantic simp for Velma. To the point in where the, in the show they pointed out a lot. Yeah. In the second episode, Velma goes to him for $500. Um, which she knew he would give her if he could. They then have a kind of fourth wall break where it's like, if I was in a TV show, I would sell an vi- item of great value to me and then blackmail Velma into dating me with the money. He then tries to sell his favorite sword, which he can't get enough money for. But then he goes to fucking drug dealers in the middle of a hotel and go, hey, uh, if you give me 500 bucks, I'll give you my kidney. Yeah. He's this much of a simp just to give her money. He yeah. would give up his kidney. It's terrible. Um, there's other stuff that's in context you kind of would need to watch the show to get why it's so fucking bad Um, but please don't do not hate watch this that just pushes their views up the big one is of course where's Scooby there's no Scooby in this show in in one of the most recent episodes they point out that a big plot point is that all these people are dying by having their brains removed Hmm. and it gets implied that there was this that it's related to this previous government organization who was essentially trying to make brains exist outside of the body. And I can't remember what the whole acronym is, but the acronym is SCOOBY. Yeah. I am willing to put down right here, right now, that the reason SCOOBY isn't in the show yet is because no one's brain's been put in a Great Dane yet. Yeah. And that's it. That's the only reason. By the end of the show, someone's brain is ending up in a Great Dane, and that's where they're going to get SCOOBY from. Well, find the the wokest, most section, like socially acceptable character there, and that'll be the character. Probably. I there, mean, I have there's probably a couple su- they're keying up for it, but it's like I don't know. Which I have one a sneaking suspicion with. it's going to be Shaggy's dad. Yeah, because he kind of looks like original Shaggy. He does. Like they, and he shows up in a, a flashback as well, um, or someone who looks very much like him. So yeah. there's a good chance it's going to happen. So that that would be my guess, but my only like prediction is that someone's brain is ending up in a Great Dane, and yeah. that's where they will get Scooby. And but they'll that, call him Scooby because of the government program. Yeah, I, I just this seems like someone who hated Scooby Doo as a kid has been handed the property and has decided, you know what? 
I'm just going to do everything I can to make a like, make these characters unlikable, yeah. so people hate watch my show, and guarantee me another season. And, and that's what HBO, people are doing. HBO's put out some of the most bullshit stats about this show. Yeah. Like, uh, one of them was like, it's the most watched animated show on their service. They shit-canned every other animated show. Yeah. It's the only one! Yeah. Of course it's your highest rated one. But it's just... Like, it's one so star strange. is still higher than anything else there if there is nothing else there. Yeah. The weirdest and, thing, though, is the fact that they have... Like, I don't know who this was made for. No. Like, at all. It angers everyone, and I think that's the point of it. Yeah. But, this could have also been like an offshoot of like uh, the old Adult Swim, like back when yeah. that was fucking good. Back when they did Harvey Birdman and mm. like shows like that, they could have done a spin-off of Scooby Doo where everyone gets fucked up. Yeah, but they try to do this is the new Scooby. No, it's fucking. The weird thing terrible. is, if you were going to do this uh, this show, what just embrace the stereotypes. It's so much easier. That's you what make... the show is about. Like, that's yeah. what makes the show. Everyone knows what the characters are going to be. I... It's just Monster of the Week that gets his mask ripped off. Yeah. You don't need any more than that. And we've I... had this conversation before, where if you wanted to make a, a off-the-cuff version of it, you just have Fred as a wheelman who loves his van more than anything else in the, the story. You have Daphne running disguises so they can sneak around and do shit. Velma does tech and... You make Shag uh, Shaggy an actual drug dealer or someone in that community, so well, he can make, get underground information. Or you make Shaggy the damsel in distress. He's the bait. Yeah. Well, he's always going to be the bait. But yeah, it's like but, you know, we need to get some weird information that you know about some weird thing that's going down. It's like, give me five minutes, guys. I know. Yeah, it's guy. like I, I know a guy in this area. I sell to him occasionally, and you just lean into it because hmm. it's obviously made for an adult audience because they. And, they I go through were, it a lot. Like, there's already a great example of doing this, and I'm so annoyed I didn't get a follow-up season and got shit-canned. Hmm. Which was that um, Muppets remake they did, where they kind of lent into a more adult setup. Yeah. Um, where, like, uh, Dr. T's Electric... Uh, Dr. T's and... What's his band called? Uh, Electric Mayhem. Electric Mayhem, yeah. Um, like, it's always been a joke between the in, in the fan community for Muppets that they're on drugs. Oh, yeah. And most likely weed. Hmm. They make jokes about that in that show. There's an episode where um, the the bear guy is trying to sell cookies for his kid from school. Yeah. And they're just like, look, man, I don't want any, but like, man, go find the band. They're always got the munchies. Yeah. They're heavily implying that he's just going to go give them when they need when they next spark up. Exactly. And that works. You don't um, have to be flat out with it, but you can no. allude to it. Yeah. But like you can... Little references that build on a bigger joke that's already implied. You can build a fucking show around that kind of shit, not just hit Whereas you over Velma, the head with shit. Mm. Velma takes every chance it can to make a fan theory feel like it's wrong, yeah. or that you're an idiot for believing it, or that it's so stupid. Well, the fact that it'll actively try and c tell people who are watching the, uh, the the show that they're fucking idiots. Oh, the, uh, I don't like 420, uh, I would never 420, do you know what 420 means? Yeah, it's code for adults who still watch cartoons. Yeah, like, who did they make this for? I, I do not know, I do not know who this cartoon was for. It's and so I, look, strange. I actually tried to find some positive, like, reviews or write-ups on this, and I could only find people shitting on it. The I mean, best I found was a review which basically went, look man, the animation's sick. Yeah, that's yeah. all anyone can say about if it. If you watch it without the sound. 
<laughs> yeah. This knocked uh, Dragon Ball Evolution off its perch as the worst thing on IMDb. Yeah. That uh, was Rotten not meant to be a challenge to anyone. That was meant to sit there in shame forever. Yeah. But no. It, it's, it's, it's terrible. Like, absolutely do not watch. Resist. Even if you want to hate watch it, don't, don't do it. Do don't, not. Don't give them the views. I'd, I'd like, love to see, like, the, the production company's response to, like, the hate. Like, uh, if oh, they'll people... probably be like, we were making a product and people didn't get it. They just sort of yeah. hated yeah. on it. They'll put it back <laughs> on everyone else saying, oh, no, no, we're, we're more highbrow than you are. We, 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 you just don't get our humor. Mm. <laughs> it's fucking, uh, wizards all over again. No, 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 you just don't understand what we're doing. This is really good mm. for you. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, actually, I think it's more lining up with the um, the way people when people get critical of Rick and Morty, and they're just like, "Oh, you're just not smart enough to get it." Yeah, that's what this show feels like. It's like, "Oh, you're grumpy about it." Oh, well, you're the you're the you know thirty something man children we're making fun of, so of course you hmm. don't like it. But that fucking Rick and Morty is another whole fucking thing. That's about yeah. to go down the shitter even more than last season did. Rick and Morty inside job. Anything that has spawned from those guys is now just dead. Yeah. Well, it's not dead. No. So anyone who doesn't know, Justin Roiland, uh, got, uh, he's currently on trial for... Um, Grooming, wasn't mes- it? Uh, domestic violence uh, in unlawful imprisonment. Yeah. Um, at which point, the studio making um, Rick and Morty has cut him loose. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, he was they're also still on, planning... To- he's also on the board of the company that made High on Life Squanch Games. Nope, and he's left been that too. That. Yeah. Mm. Um... He voluntarily left Squad yes. Game. Ha! Um, he, got, he got voluntold to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congrats, uh, you're they're, retiring. <laughs> they're actually planning to continue writing Rick and, doing Rick and Morty, and they've already done voice recasting. Yeah. Um, so, theoretically, Rick and Morty will continue, but, like, I don't... Like, I mean, I haven't been a super into Rick and Morty in a while, and that last yeah, season nah. didn't... They've been phoning it in for a while, but it's... And even then, like, because the, the guy who did Inside Job and, um... Because they split across different projects along with There was two of them, originally. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the other guy's name. The other guy's also in some trouble, I think. I remember seeing uh, something I've, pop up. I haven't seen anything about him, but, um... Inside Job got cancelled before any of this came out. Yeah. So, you can't blame Inside Job's cancellation on this. But Unfortunately, yeah. because I'd love to have a reason to be like, oh, that's why they cancelled it. No, they just cancelled it because it was a good show. Uh, Although, according to is. Netflix, they've never cancelled a good show. Yeah, they ne- never cancelled a successful yeah. show, they say. But it was Justin but- Roiland was the one who yeah. has been kicked out. Yeah, no, he's also been brought up, uh, he's been accused of grooming charges. Justin Roiland. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't remember what the, they all were. I knew the the big one was the um, unlawful uh, imprisonment. Yeah, yeah. Someone leaked some uh, like messages he sent to a sixteen year old or something. It, it's not yeah. good. It's bad. It, it's yeah. fucked. But, but grooming's harder to, to to pin someone on because like a couple of messages don't necessarily um, prove grooming. Yeah. Um, intent to sure, mm. uh, but they have like concrete like you you actually imprisoned somebody yeah, yeah. So, you know yeah. like that whole... that's all different and weird and fucked up and that. oh do, do you do you want to hear about something that actually is like it that's actually getting rid of a lawsuit go please yeah so uh do you remember who um uh billy mitchell is 
the name rings a bell. Wait, now. Pretty sure it's been right there. Crap. Now I have to fact check myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, like, I know the story, but I'm so, I, I'm just like. The, because I'm trying to remember for the name. Yeah, yeah, Kong. Billy Mitchell. Yeah. That he's he's well known for his well not well known oh uh, per, the per, king of Kong yeah. yeah so this dude was su suing Twin Galaxies for for defamation and and damaging his career and all this kind of stuff because they delisted his records um one of the big things was the King of Kong um which was quasi mm. and then there was this other um, time he made he won the score um at a insurance convention yeah. where he was essentially a spectacle. Um, he supposedly did it on a machine that was provided for him uh, with original hardware because you could, to get this record you have to do it on original hardware. Hmm. Um, and this was apparently the same machine that was used in the King of Kong record. Recently, because of course this lawsuit's been happening, the guys doing the lawsuit have reached out to the company who hosted that event. And they managed to find some photos from it. At which point they looked at the photos of him in front of the cabinet. The cabinet doesn't have an original joystick. Ooh. So now it shows... It, it, and it has the joystick from later versions of the console. Yeah. Of the cabinet. Which has a different... Which has uh, eight directions instead of four. Mm. Which allows you to do way more tricky moves and survive much easier in the game, allowing you to push for higher scores. Yeah. Billy's whole thing is I never cheated I did this on original hardware <laughs> this photo basically proves that he did not do it on original hardware Ooh, basically nice. we don't know like the lawsuit isn't done yet but it kind of shoots his entire defense in the foot I love that that's that's great and given that Billy Mitchell loves suing people and being a giant dick yeah couldn't happen to a better person <laughs> have your entire lawsuit essentially get fucked over by a couple of old photos mm. oh. sorry that just came out like today it was nice. just like ah so yeah, delicious well, that's cool that's uh fucking interesting to know I watched that King of Kong, Kong thing years ago I thought oh fuck this bloke seems like a bit of a fucking douche but yeah yeah, it's good to be vindicated in the fact that he, oh, yeah. he is a douche like, just oh are you like the reason I didn't like it. this guy uh, like uh, if you're ever interested in that stuff, I just go watch Carl Jobs stuff. He tried to sue Carl Jobs. Wait, really? Um, yeah, huh. because he put up videos talking about how much of a piece of shit Billy Mitchell is. <laughs> so he tried to sue him. Uh, so he went for defamation, I'm guessing. Because that's uh, yeah. exactly what you do. Yeah. I yep. love the fact that every time someone tries to sue of defamation, it's like you, you realize it's defamation only if it's not true, guys. Uh, like the the other witnesses in Billy Mitchell's case is a dude who's been multiple times committed to fraud. Yeah, a dude whose um, uh, world rec video game world record was proven irrevocably to be false, yeah. and he'd lied about it for years. And that guy's girlfriend. They were his three star witnesses They're on really why his record was real. Citizens of the oh, community. Yeah. Shit. All right, that will definitely hold up in, in cross examination. It's fine. Look, like I said, this photo is damning enough. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh. God, that's dumb. So, yeah, finishing up the podcast on a nice positive note of a dude who <laughs> totally doesn't deserve his lawsuit getting fucked! Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, we did well. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, we're supposed to vamp for two more minutes. Theoretically, but, like, 
what what else did we have to talk about today? It's been a very slow week. Yeah, it has. I mean, I give us a lot of credit for getting to 58 minutes without pulling it out. Well, I mean, I just pulled that last one out of my ass, but it was because I watched it this morning. Yeah. And I was really excited to share. <laughs> that was a pure tangent. It just popped into that. The squirrel <laughs> got distracted momentarily and ran. Yeah, like, pretty much. Actually, uh, curiously, at what fucking discount would you need to play that fucking Forspoken, whatever the fuck it is, that new oh, RPG yeah. that's down? For if it went down to, player, like, like, 70 bucks Australian, maybe. Look, um, uh, look. If at least it dropped down to a hundred, it would come into the realms of potential purchase. Yeah. yeah. Currently, it's not even in that realm at all. No. At one hundred and twenty um, bucks for like recommended specs of a fucking forty seventy, that's yeah, that's unreasonable. Yeah. Um. So it's not even in the realm of possibility. No. Look, man, I got to agree with with swoosh. Um, you're gonna need to drop it like seventy bucks. Yeah. And, and I might yeah, consider probably it. buy it. Yeah, I, mostly I was thinking, for content for this show. I was thinking uh, fifty or maybe thrown into a humble bundle. I might install it out of pity. Yeah. But, oh, look! If it shows up in a humble bundle, I'll guarantee I'll play it then. Yeah. Well, or, or if it got all the reviews got tagged are on a Game Pass just to get it out yeah. there. Pretty much. I, I, the weird thing is, like, the reviews are all just a resounding meh. Yeah. Like, it is bland oatmeal of a game. Oh, that that. I, I forgot. I had something open because we were going to talk about something that we haven't if we want to squeeze it in here. Oh, the, yeah, the Microsoft uh, developer. No, the thing with Dark Tide. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. No, we, we can go through that pretty quick. So, this was just a quick open letter put out by Dark Tide. Now, hmm. the, the developers have... Like, anyone who's played the game probably either enjoyed it or walked away. Yeah. Um, I'm one of the people who enjoyed the game as is. Not to say that I didn't want more, because I'm a big fan of their previous titles, but I enjoyed myself more than enough to justify the cost. Same. So, this is an open letter from Fat Shark to the community. Uh, we take enormous pride in our ability at Fat Shark to deliver a game that millions can enjoy. This is what we set out to do with Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide to create a highly engaging, stable game with a level of depth that keeps you playing weeks, not hours. We fell short of meeting these expectations. Over the next few months, our sole focus is to address the feedback that may uh, that many of you have. In particular, we will focus on developing a complete crafting system, which is still not done, mm. a more rewarding progression loop, and continue to work on the game's stability and performance optimization. This also means that we will delay our seasonal content rollout and the Xbox launch. We will also suspend the upcoming releasing of pro- premium cosmetics. We just couldn't continue down this path knowing that we had not addressed uh, many feedback areas in the game today. Thank you for playing and providing feedback. We really appreciate it. It has and will continue to help shape the game we love. Basically, they... hmm? That is the correct response from a a developer. Yes. Like, that that is Provided they have full follow-through. Yes, true. True, true. Because they've... Not only have they come out going, we fucked up, but they've also... Like put it forward to go we're going to stop this thing that will make us more money we're not going to do anything premium currency or premium skins and we're going to focus on fixing the issues yeah it's like done I'm I'm all for that there is a lot of good promise in this game and I'm in for it I'm going to hang around until it gets good I am of course of the opinion of like most people you should put out a game when it's in a better state but at least having the self-awareness to put out a letter where you openly state yeah we that up 
yeah, um, yeah. and we're going to suspend Vec- like they could go ahead with the Xbox launch and pick up more money mm. they could keep putting out prosme- pro- premium cosmetics and try and get more money but yeah. they're suspending both of them until the game is in a better state they yeah. basically are taking money off of the table to keep fixing it yeah, yeah. fix it with what we've got before we fucking try and ask for any more yeah but I, I just wanted to say just with uh, with Forspoken like there was a, a Microsoft did a game development announcement where they pretty much played a pre-rendered video of developers uh, talking about five upcoming games and mm-hmm. Hi-Fi Rush was one of them it's a rhythm based yep. combat game um, before that no one really knew of Hi-Fi Rush like, it was just an yeah. unknown mm. the developer video came out this game dropped within an hour of it it, sold, it outsold Forspoken while also being an immediate release on Game Pass, which you can wow. get for twelve bucks. Yeah. Wow. So on Steam, it has I think it's done almost double the amount of sales on Fuck. Steam alone, while also being on Game Pass. That's yeah. how fucking poorly for Spoken's done. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like we've got the full gambit of developers right here. A developer who puts out a shitty product for way too much money and expects to get their return. A developer who makes an incredibly quality product and is being rewarded for it. Mm, and a yeah. developer who's like, we fucked up and we're going to own it. And until we fix it, we're not going to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's a weird spectrum on. there. Just in this, uh, Forspoken like, in Australia is selling for 120 bucks, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush is selling for 70 bucks. Um, or you can get it for $12 in Game Pass or whatever the fuck that is. Um... Forspoken had been announced years ago and it's had marketing and a whole fucking thing to draw people into it. Mm. Hi-Fi Rush was an overnight, here's a game, it yeah. looks pretty cool, play it. And, and that was I've it. Seen for it. it. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got uh, it installed. That's... I've been meaning to get around and play it. I got it on Game Pass. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, that's like oh, a big difference. It's not even difference. 70 bucks. It's 50 bucks. 50? Oh, shit. No, 45 it's forty-five. <laughs> it's going down. Refresh it dollars in Australia, <laughs> and that's not even with a, a, the discount. Some people have been saying that uh, Forspoken's been having lately. Like, holy yeah. fuck! I mean, you can get the entire deluxe edition of Hi-Fi Rush for sixty bucks, and that gets you two costumes, a special costume for your cat buddy, a special guitar, um, seven bonus chai uh, t-shirt designs. And a bunch of the in-game currency thing that gears you use to upgrade. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can mix and match those costumes with those t-shirts. So nice. It's so, an actual customizable character, not just a whole body skin. Yeah. So it's just like, they, they, it's a better, like, cool pack to have fun with. Fucking and it's oath. still 60 bucks. Yeah. That's still well within my, yeah, that's an auto buy. Yeah. Right. At 45 bucks, I'm... I'm like, I was going to play it on Game Pass. I'm slightly tempted yeah. to give them my 45 bucks. Yeah, and apparently it actually plays fucking well. It's smooth. It's enjoyable. The whole fucking game world, like... Because you have to play along to the beat of the world but around see, you. This actually, is the thing. Like, that's pretty they fucking awesome. have mm. to. No. But you the can. The game works perfectly well if you don't. The thing is, they add bonuses if you yeah. do. So, you never get punished for not being on beat. You get rewarded for doing so. Yeah. Which is almost always the better loop. It's one of the things they found out in um, uh, when FromSoft were doing Dark Souls. 
Yeah. Um, in Dark Souls 2, when you die, you are punished by having less health. In Dark Souls 3, you lose your embered state. But you can reignite the embered state anyway as a bonus. So instead of losing your health, you lost a bonus. Mm. And that was a massive shift in player yeah. perspective. It put you this back game, to a base level. You didn't get a, a negative. Yeah. And yeah. this game's done the same thing. Being on beat is a reward, not an expectation. Yeah. Like, that just seems like a, a whole, fuck you, we can do shit and people will love it. We don't need all of that. Or we yeah. don't yeah. need that fucking price point. That's not a premium price point. That's a, a no. deterrent price point. Yeah. You don't want this game to succeed. Yeah. No. That Very being much. said, fucking Redfall is doing the same thing and that disappoints the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's unfortunate I'm real, still fucking very much on the fence of Redfall it, the more I see it the more that's it fair. feels like fucking Far Cry like it's gone from Left for Dead to fucking Far Cry and yeah but I, I'm more yeah. interested in it as a Far Cry knockoff than as a fucking Left for Dead knockoff True. I haven't enjoyed a Far Cry in a long fucking time like if this yeah. goes, I've enjoyed if what this... Arcane does more so going yeah. like Arcane sensibilities via a Far Cry open world is still more interesting to me than whatever another F for Dead clone is. They're, yeah. they're not as exciting as I'd like them to be. Yeah. No. Anyway, we are definitely out past an hour now. Scrape that <laughs> We've in cleared that threshold. <laughs> yeah. We did well. We covered a fair few things. Alright, guys. Y'all have a good one. Bye. See ya.